and welcome to Pop Culture Crush. I'm Jessica. And today I'm talking about my pop five favorite Christmas albums and or songs. Now, honestly, I think all of these are like in my pop five because they remind me of holidays with my mom. She blasts some of these while making her Christmas goodies and she plays them all through Christmas Eve and Christmas. I mean, for the past how many years? These are kind of ones I've heard over and over again for the most part. So let's face it. If you haven't caught on, I'm very sentimental, nostalgic person. And that plays heavily into my pop fives, I think. So honestly, I couldn't just go with Christmas songs, like just single songs, because then it would be like a pop 25 or 50. Because, I mean, how many freaking great holiday songs are there? It's stupid when I started doing research. So I decided to kind of narrow it down a little bit. All right. So anyway, here we go. Number five. (laughs) Oh, this is a weird one. Um, I'm not going to lie, but yeah, I'll I'll explain it afterwards. Uh, Number five is A Holiday Affair, ABC Soaps. And my favorite song on there is The River by Kathy Breer or Breyer. So A Holiday Affair, ABC Soaps, it's actually actors and actresses from ABC soap operas that are singing Christmas songs. So a lot of, you know, they have a lot of really good performers on these soap operas. And this is in the heyday when it was All My Children, One Life to Live, General Hospital. And so they just kind of took people who were good singers from all those and kind of compilated them onto, they have like this one, they have a Valentine's Day one. So super random, I know, but it's great. A little trivia here. Kathy was born in Staten Island, New York, and is best known for her work on ABC soap opera One Life to Live. And she was also in the Broadway production of Hairspray from 2003 to 2004. And in 2010, uh, she appeared on the HBO series Boardwalk Empire and portrayed singer-actress Sophie Tucker, a well-known vaudeville performer. And she also sings some of the original music of the series. So again, like we t- I discussed... I know this one is like super weird. It is out there like rando, rando, rando. But I promise once you hear her version of the river, you will understand why I probably listened to it a hundred times during Christmas. And you know what? Honestly, the other songs are good too. It's just a fun album. Like it's not super serious. It's just, it's really fun. And some of them are really talented and I got this for my mom one year, and we've just listened to it every year. I will be honest, I ch- took it from her, slash, she let me borrow it. She says she let me borrow it. I kind of took it, because <laughs> it was a CD. Like, you could not find it on Spotify. Like, you couldn't find it. Even one year, I tried getting a hold of Spotify, or figure, trying to figure out how to get it onto Spotify. And then it was like a freaking Christmas miracle, because I got on Spotify just randomly again this year typed it in and it was on spotify what woot woot so i gotta hold my mom so now her and i can both listen to it and we don't have to use the cd anymore so it's it's fun just go listen to the album if you have spotify i don't know if it's on itunes but listen to the river if you listen to nothing else i love that song all right number four sugarland golden green 
And my favorite songs on there are City of Silver Dreams and the song Gold and Green. So this album, Gold and Green, is Sugarland's fourth studio album. It includes five traditional Christmas songs and five originals. The record debuted at number 12 on the U.S. Billboard Top Country Albums chart and rose all the way to number three. Why this is on here, obviously, another one my mom and I listen to a lot, but I went through a serious Sugarland phase. Um, I was really, really into them. So when this came out, I mean, I was obviously instantly hooked. The thing you have to know about me is I like a little bit of all music. Uh, same with country. I, I don't listen to it a lot. But like, for instance, there are a few country acts that I've always wanted to see. And I've been lucky enough to see a couple of them. Dolly Parton, Garth Brooks. But Sugarland has always been on my bucket list. And then they kind of like didn't break up, but parted ways. And I was so sad because... He, like, that's kind of one of the groups, country groups I'm into. Uh, but they're back together, I think. And I, yeah, they're back on my bucket list, baby. There you go. Number three, Pentatonix Holiday Albums. All the songs are awesome. I don't have one song uh, picked out for this one because I listen to all of them over and over again. A little trivia. Pentatonix met the day before the auditions for the third season of The Sing-Off. Do you guys remember that show? Oh, that was such a good show. They passed the audition stage and went on to win the show. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Christmas records have been a staple of Pentatonix's career. The second ever release was PTXmas in 2012. They followed this up with three other Christmas records. And then this year, they released The Best of Pentatonic's Christmas, a compilation for songs from the four previous Christmas releases. The Best of album features four new songs in addition to 15 of the biggest and best-selling songs. So when I was kind of going through, again, I have all the CDs. Um, I just couldn't pick one song or a couple songs. What's super, super cool is if you can see them in concert, I 100,000% you have to if you enjoy them you know, online or on TV, you will love them in person. I saw them with some of my family before they really blew up and they are seriously amazing in person. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, like, is it the work of magic <laughs> and production value that makes them good? No, they are legit good. So, I highly recommend them. I highly recommend just listening to all their albums. Like, they're all just fantastic. So, that is number three. Number two is just a specific song. There is one song that I love, love, love. That makes me, like, get emotional. That gives me chills every time I listen to it. And that's Nat King Cole's Oh Holy Night. A uh, little trivia, Cole's version of Oh Holy Night appeared on both his album The Magic of Christmas in 1960 and The Christmas Song in 1963. The Magic of Christmas was the best-selling Christmas album of the 1960s, selling more than 6 million copies in the U.S. The Christmas Song was also a hit. It reached number one on Billboard's Christmas Albums chart and remained there for two weeks. So... I didn't realize until probably like a year or two ago that Oh Holy Night 
might be one of my favorite Christmas songs, period. There's just something about that buildup in that song that's just, I don't know, it gets me, but his version just gives me chills. I mean, I just crank the crap out of that wherever I'm at and just sing at the top of my lungs that swell of the music. And it's just, oh. And if you've heard it like sang in a uh, church, that is also just gorgeous and just the way it reverberates everywhere. And if you haven't listened to it, please listen to it where you can listen to it kind of loud because it just builds and builds and builds. And it's just, it's amazing. Nat King Cole, Oh Holy Night. All right. Number one. This should not surprise some of you. It is Elvis Christmas. And the song that I love, love, love is Santa Claus is Back in Town. The original 1957 LP consisted of six popular Christmas songs, two traditional Christmas carols, and four gospel songs, which had been previously released on the EP Peace in the Valley. So here's some really cool trivia. Actually, Coco helped me find a couple of these, and I think these are really cool. Though released in 1957, singles from this set of recordings were released for years to come. In fact, the 45 RPM version of Santa Claus is Back in Town with Blue Christmas as the B-side was released in 1965 and hit number four on the Billboard Christmas chart that year. So it was originally released in 1957, but it didn't take off until 1965. The single actually will eventually hit platinum in 1999. So that is how long Elvis music just keeps getting bought. I mean, he is very popular. (laughs) So this is also, I think this is a pretty funny trivia. Calling Elvis's version of White Christmas a profane parody of a cherished Yuletide standard Song composer Irving Berlin tried to get Elvis's Christmas album pulled from shelves. Berlin also ordered his staff to telephone radio stations across the United States demanding the song be discontinued from radio play. While most U.S. radio stations ignored Berlin's request, at least one disc jockey was fired for playing a song from the album, and most Canadian stations refused to play anything off the record. So I think this is so interesting. Like, I didn't understand, but like Coco, you know, kind of brought up, you know, back then rock and roll, some of these real, you know, big musicians or things like that didn't really look at rock and roll as like a serious form of music. And so to him, it was kind of defiling his song. And I I forget about that now because it's so tame compared to everything we have going on now, but... Uh, Why this is number one, my mom loves, loves Elvis. So, of course, myself and my brothers all love Elvis. And obviously, then Elvis Christmas played in our house every year, and especially the Christmas CD. I know this whole album by heart, but for some reason, this song, uh, Santa Claus is Back in Town, I just, I've loved it since I was young. And the weird thing is, I, I genuinely think this might be the sexiest Christmas song ever recorded. And I love it. If you have not listened to it, do yourself a pav- favor and put it on. And you'll realize, like, you can't help but move to this damn song. Like, 
It just gets you moving. And it's weird to talk about a Christmas song being sexy, but damn, Santa's sexy in this. So listen to it. You won't regret it. All right, so those are my pop five. All over the place, right? Like, whoa. ABC Soaps to Elvis. Crazy. You know, I would love to hear, are there any Christmas albums or holiday albums you listen to every year? Or, like, is there a Christmas song that kind of sends you back to your childhood and really brings out the nostalgia in you? Or, you know, are there any songs that are, like, your absolute favorite? Any version. Uh, Let me know. Like I say, I'm on social media. I'm everywhere. (laughs) On all the platforms, I'm Pop Culture Crush. Please come talk to me. I love chatting with people. So that's it. Happy Monday. Happy holidays. I hope you're all getting whatever shopping you need done. And uh, I guess we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Bye.